You're listening to the Geriatric Mamas Podcast with Jessica Raziri and Sonia Tapley. It's coffee combos and I'm drinking champagne and you're drinking this really yummy looking coffee drink. Yeah, it's so you're actually brew with oat milk latte yeah. plus collagen. So I'm I'm really living over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really living over here. No, but it really sounds like it. I know you have um, a lot of other stuff to do today, so you can't well, actually. But hold on though. Yes, it's coffee combos, but guess mm-hmm. what else? It's dirty thirty. We are at our thirtieth episode. I didn't think of it. Yeah, dirty thirty. We're at right. the dirty thirty. So we're balancing. Yes. I'm the dirty. You're the coffee, and it's a uh, coffee combos. <laughs> I feel like you're combos? about to say you're the thirty, and then it's like you're definitely not thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We could totally pass for thirty. I could totally yeah. thirty one, thirty two all the time. So fine, whatever. I know one of my coworkers. Uh, yesterday or sorry no today sunday yes or so friday we were talking and she was mentioning something about i don't know what we were talking about but she's like talking about somebody else she's like you know they're like our age and i know that this bitch is like significantly younger than me and i was like i was like um how old are you again Mm -hmm. and she was just like i'm 32 and i was like oh Mm -hmm. i love you (laughs) she's like how old are you and i was like i'm 32 as well yeah like, we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so I've had to go in the opposite direction with a with a new coworker. Like, she's very much not new anymore. Like, we're, like, work besties. We are, like, you know, work wife and all that stuff. But, like, when we first met, I think I told her, like, my age, and she didn't say anything. Like, she just kind of, like, buttoned it up. And then I was like, you know, like, our age or whatever. And she just kind of, like, didn't say anything. Like, she just kind of, like... Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Was she way younger? Yeah, she was 28. <laughs> oh, no. That's the worst. <laughs> she was 28, and I was, like, 38. And so oh, we had shit. a 10-year difference. But, like, that's she's horrible. just... <laughs> I've always like, been close she, with, like, people younger than me. And I don't know. She just... immediately started Botox that very day. <laughs> I think I should have started the Botox. I mean, she looks she looks amazing, and she's like really into self care. Like she's got it well. You know. But I just was like assuming because she was always up with the conversation. You know? Oh my god! Like she just carried herself a little older. Uh huh. Well, That's I mean, so funny. Yeah, it's rare. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so, so good. That's so embarrassing. It is. <laughs> well, well, yeah. You were talking about right before we were starting to record. You were starting to say that you're about to check out Costco for the first time. Yeah. So my grandmother is a diehard Sam's girl, and she decided, like, curiosity got the best of her because we have a new uh, Costco's here, and you know our girlfriends are so excited about it, even though they live in North Carolina. So it doesn't really affect them. But my grandmother's like, um, yeah, Sonia, you need to go. Like, I'm taking you to Costco. Let's go. And you know, we don't really do like the girls shopping trips anymore. We just haven't. We've been busy. So I'm going to jump on that and we're going to have do like it. a girl's Costco day. <laughs> yes, do it. Okay. Yeah. So actually, so Adam's aunt Courtney and Robin got us onto Costco when we first moved here. We like went 
did we go with Robin originally? I don't even know. But then like when we got married, that was like one of our like adulting married things that we did is we went and we got a Costco membership and we're just like, oh my God, we're like totally adulting so hard now. Yeah. But the thing is, is it's like, it's like, I can't even explain it. Like it's way better than Sam's. Like the Mm -hmm. stuff that they have is like freaking, like that's where these are from. These little Mm -hmm. like you know, vanilla cold brew. Yeah. Yeah. These it's by pop and bottle. Like they're Mm -hmm. so cute. Dairy free, no refined sugar, single shot coffee. Um, (laughs) yeah, they're so good. But like, like you can get, like, I got a case of these, usually like a case of these on Amazon is like almost $40. Yeah. And a case at Costco is $20. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And the thing is though, is like, if you just need like a single, like bottle of like Advil that's not the place to go but if you're looking to buy a big case of Advil that's Mm -hmm. the place to go like you buy things in bulk yeah like we get um Hayden's chicken nuggets from there Mm -hmm. uh Robin um told us about oh what are they buy I don't know now I'm like drawing a blank is it Purdue no that's the school is wait is Purdue chicken or is that the school no Purdue is both yeah my brother went to Purdue my brother went to college Wait, at Purdue. Is the college affiliated with the chicken? I don't know. That's a really good question. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Okay, oh, I you feel like just really listening bad. to Chicken of the Sea right you know now. You know what's really but bad? My great-grandfather, so my great-grandfather was a professor at Purdue, and, like, all of my family's aspirations was to go to Purdue, and I don't know the answer to that question, so don't feel bad. Wait. <laughs> Wait, okay, hold on. Now we I really need to know this. So like was the founder of Purdue the chicken the Purdue Chicken Man? I'm gonna look it up. It's Purdue well, Chicken. Please look this up. Okay, the same on. Purdue College. The college. It's a university a university. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally feel like Jessica Simpson chicken of C right now. Like uh, I feel no. like <laughs> Yeah. So on Quora, it says, no, Purdue Pharma and Purdue Chicken are not affiliated with each other. Well, I'm not looking at Purdue Pharma. Okay, that's a, that's a, oh. Wait, there's Purdue University is not affiliated with Purdue Chicken Farms. So there's our answer, which is kind (laughs) of, like, it's kind of, like, cool that there's. But wait, is it the same family at all? Mm. Okay, this doesn't matter. This is, like, going down a rabbit hole. It does not matter. What were we even fucking talking about? Oh, Costco. Chicken nuggets. Anyway. Yeah. We get, like, these chicken nuggets from there. It's this big bag. It lasts them a few, like, a couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. You should go to Costco. So but that's where we get, like, all our batteries, especially around the holidays. Like, they're way cheaper and you get, like, so many of them. Yeah. For all of, like, my, like, flameless candles that are all over the place and all my wreaths that are just consuming so much, so much battery power. Yeah. No, so my grandmother got these. So I know this is not the topic of our podcast today, but my grandmother had us over for a football game a couple weeks ago, and she had these chicken nuggets or chicken tenders by the company called Real Good. And, you know, I'm Wait, isn't that the Target brand? I don't know. Oh, no, that's Good and Gather. Is that what that is? Okay. Well, she got these at Costco, um, and the brand is real good, and they tasted like like a dupe for Chick-fil-A. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, these – I guess Robin saw them on – she, like – okay, so – Whenever she sees stuff, she walks, watches, like, all these, like, talk shows, Mm -hmm. and I think, like, Kelly Ripa was talking about – these chicken nuggets that she gets yeah. from Costco and because Kelly Ripa bought them, she like went and checked them out and she's like, they're so good. And like, they actually are really good. I love um, that. And 
Yeah. And so like now we like buy them because it's, it just ends up being way cheaper that way versus like, you know, and you know, it's, it's like good quality chicken too. Right. I mean, as good as a freaking fried chicken nugget can be. Right. And I'm very much like. That's a whole other topic. I'm very plant-based too. So like this whole discussion, like the back of my mind is just like going off. Like what the fuck are you talking about? You don't actually eat chicken. You don't actually do this. But like, you know, on occasion I will eat a chicken nugget or a chicken tender, you know? Yeah. We're, um, I was like so excited because I had a really good run with Hayden when it came to like vegetables and like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, he still likes like grilled chicken he still likes lean proteins he still likes eggs for the most part but he's starting Mm -hmm. to get into this phase of like I guess I was thinking that like I could like avoid this phase by introducing him all this stuff early and getting his palate like adjusted and Mm -hmm. now I'm realizing that like no it's just a fucking toddler thing yeah and all toddlers are gonna go through it Mm -hmm. because all he wants to eat is chicken nuggets Mm -hmm. macaroni and cheese Mm mm-hmm and french fries like that's pretty much it like he does he just does not he'll eat like red meat like he'll eat like meat like he loves meat Mm -hmm. but like it's just like to get a freaking i still put vegetables on his plates and he Mm -hmm. just like snubs them yeah and (laughs) i just don't even know what to do anymore they all go through these phases i saw this reel on instagram because you know everyone tries to give their babies veggies like and like they like them and then there's periods where they don't and the moms are like well you know if you can't get them to eat the veggies as their produce just give them whatever they'll eat for fruit because at least they're getting like their produce and like something he's not even eating his blueberries anymore he started throwing blueberries all over the place he'll eat like strawberries if like i'm like if i were to like i've discovered how he is though like if i give it to him he Mm -hmm. wants no interest of it but then if i like chop chop up like a bunch of strawberries and sit down like i'm gonna sit down and eat this snack Mm -hmm. like he'll sit down with me usually and like you know eat it with me but the other day actually i'm about to totally like contradict what i just said because the Mm -hmm. other day i tried that with him and i sat down I was just like okay like I need to get you to eat something of nutritional value here and so I'm sitting down I had a bowl of blueberries and chopped strawberries and mm-hmm. this little shit freaking takes like a blueberry puts it in his mouth takes a bite spits it out puts it back in my bowl grabs a strawberry takes a bite puts it in his mouth spits it out puts it back in my bowl and I'm literally here watching him do this and now I literally have like majority of my bowl is like spit up like mm-hmm. half chewed so i'm like what are you doing like what is happening and he was just like casually like watching his tv like taking a taste of things and putting it back in the bowl i'm like okay well there goes my snack <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> thanks for that yeah annabelle decided she likes guacamole yesterday because i made fresh homemade guacamole so she decided I love making guacamole me too and she like took a bite on a chip because she loves the chips so that will get her to dip it so she dips the chip she takes a bite she decides she doesn't like it and she spits it back into the bowl and i'm like okay <laughs> let me get you a plate so that you can keep doing this and then spit yeah. it on the plate and she goes okay and then from that point on she just was scooping guacamole and downing it like she decided she loved well, you guacamole know, like, yeah i'm used to him <laughs> spitting stuff out like when it's like um the first taste of something because he's mm-hmm. just not sure right and then he'll eat it like that's what i'm i'm fine with but the fact that he literally just kept doing it i'm like what the hell yeah i don't understand um (laughs) you know how you were saying you said that she likes cucumbers right loves them yeah well i was gonna say maybe like 
see if she wants to dunk a cucumber yeah that's in a good the guacamole idea. yeah you know what i got i can't remember if i told you i got this or not so i found i must have been like on my period or something and i was craving like salty vinegary stuff and we did really mm-hmm. didn't have like anything well so i like found on amazon literally like salt and vinegar seasoning Mm-hmm. And I yes. bought it, and I've been sprinkling it on cucumbers. Yeah, and I'm that just like, so good. this is so good. Yes, yeah. so that I've been like indulging in that. We do here in Maine a lot. Is we do, and I don't know, people might do it other places, but we'll put like cucumbers in a bowl, and then like drench it with apple cider vinegar, and then do the yeah. Salt I've done pepper. that, but then it gets like you know, it's Too just much like messy. Yeah. Yes, but this is like the perfect amount. I did have to mm-hmm. add a little bit more salt because it was just more of like a like a fine vinegary powder is kind of yeah. what it tastes like. It doesn't really taste like, but it's way better than putting like vinegar on it. Yeah, that sounds because like vinegar were, and and then also it said that like it's good for French fries. So I'm like, I need yeah. to try that. Oh, those are I've, so good. Have you never tried that before? <gasps> never tried what? With like French fries with that sprinkle on it, like the salt. Oh, not with that sprinkle on it. No, it's so good. It's I know. Delicious. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I've obviously tried like vinegar and salt yeah. on French fries it's, before, Sadia. Is that <laughs> just a New England thing? Because we've all done that, or is that <laughs> yes, like everywhere? Fries. Oh my yeah. god, so good. Yeah, but oh, yeah, right. so I'm excited to try. But I need to drop some more weight before I can reward myself with something like that. Same here. Cucumbers it is, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I can live with that. And apparently so can my daughter. So yay. <laughs> so this episode is going to be a coffee combos about a variety of topics, including the two-week wait after doing an IVF transfer, the latest Instagram reel trends, and the old mom version. The surrogacy gestational carrier that was asked to terminate her pregnancy by the intended parents and an update on our New Year's resolutions. Are we actually following through personally and for the podcast? <laughs> that just made me remember that we actually never set our goals for the podcast. <laughs> right? So because we like set goals, but then we were like, wait, what if we want to add different goals? I actually, the ones that we're talking about today are, weren't even on our list. They weren't even on our list. <laughs> That's so good. You're like, well, I'm just going to like write down the ones that we have done to make us feel better about ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Same with my personal goals. I'm not going to lie about it. Like I definitely oh, edited shit. my personal goals, so it's fine. We edit. Yeah. We edit. We uh we pivot. We're just pivoting over here. Don't worry about it. At least we're following through. (laughs) Are we though? (laughs) Yes. I think we're following through. I don't know about your personal goals because we haven't really touched on that like in a week or so. (sighs) We're following through. Okay. Well, (laughs) we um we found this, we saw this anonymous Facebook post about the IVF two-week wait. Mm -hmm. And um, this is what this person had to say. Mamas who have gone through IVF, how do you stay sane during the wait after transfer? I've had one failed transfer already, tested today, five days post, five uh day oh five days post Mm -hmm. five days. Five days post the five day transfer. Those like like acronyms always mess me up. Me too. Um, And it was negative. I know Mm -hmm. that was early, but I am losing my mind. Beta is on 129. Please Mm -hmm. send positive vibes. Oh God. Um, This was freaking awful for me. Like I tried so many different things because like I went through this so many different times. (laughs) You know, um, do you want me to just list off some of the things that I did and then you yeah. can kind of like yeah. I'll fill share in what you did? Anything you did, 
anything you don't say, I'll share, but I might have things. Okay. So I tried to, and this is like really hard, but it's like, I tried to not think about it so much, but it's Mm -hmm. almost impossible. But I found that when I was thinking about it, I would start getting anxiety and stressing about it. So I tried to distract myself by watching like, I'm usually all into like true crimes and like murder shows. And I realized that those were just like not putting me in the best headspace. So um, the anti getting pregnant. Yeah, it kind of was. So I switched gears. I, um, I took a, some tips from my mother-in-law and put it on the Hallmark channel. I was watching like impractical jokers. I was watching funny movies and just things that were making me laugh and like feel good. And you know, all the warm and fuzzies. I was like changing up like decor in my house, like rearranging things that would kind of keep my mind distracted. And then like doing stuff that like, you know, I could control because I couldn't really control not really. Like I couldn't, I, I couldn't control if it was, if the baby was going to transfer or not transfer, if the baby mm-hmm. was going to attach or not. Yeah, right. Right. But yeah. what I can control are the outward world, like the outside mm-hmm. elements that yeah. contribute to that. Whoops. Yeah. I just hit the mic really hard. <laughs> um, so like I would try to keep my feet warm. Um, we mm-hmm. have tile floors. So I was constantly wearing socks and I would have like a heating pad down. And whenever I was sitting, I'd have like my, my feet on a heating pad. Um, I was trying not to drink super cold ice water. I was trying to drink just like room temperature water. I think Sonia suggested mm-hmm. that one. Try to drink mm-hmm. like warming um, foods like soup and mm-hmm. um, teas without caffeine. Of course, stayed away from coffee tried not to do a lot of bouncing. So I wasn't like, you know, doing rigorous exercise. I wasn't trying to like lift or do anything crazy, but I was moving around. I was walking and stuff. I was going for walks to help with like circulation. Definitely was doing acupuncture Mm -hmm. like twice a week to help with that. And just all those things just kind of made me feel like I was a little bit more in control of the situation. I wouldn't say that it necessarily helped keep me sane, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of just it kind of helped the time go by a little bit faster versus like just anxiously thinking about it and feeling like I couldn't do anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So on transfer day for us, like Mike and I had already named our embryo. We knew what we were having. So we, her name was already Annabelle Macklin Tapley. And so right before transfer, we went to, I think it was TJ Maxx. And we just decided we wanted to buy something for the baby. And Mike found, Mike hadn't purchased anything. Like my family and I had gone to Carter's and like gotten a couple of cute things. Uh, But this was my first time shopping for the baby with Mike. And he picked out like this little like a plaque that we have in her room. Yeah. And then we picked out her like little mobile, which was a really cute. It's like a gold, like stars and moons and all that stuff. And it just matched everything in her room. So we thought it was really cute. It's just very boho looking when you Mm -hmm. actually see it. So we got those, like those two things and we were both really excited about them. And then I had read somewhere like a blog or on YouTube, one of the like YouTube, like IVF transfer day videos it said to purchase or to take like a baby aspirin per day to help with circulation oh yeah I was doing that as well yeah then once we got home we had like pets like just crazy pets running around the house so they took up most of my time and most of my energy and we also didn't have furniture in the house yet because it was like right during the pandemic and you couldn't order furniture and have it arrive on time and (laughs) 
<laughs> so we were basically laying on our floor, like, <laughs> and I was like laying on a floor on the heating pad and just watching these crazy cats run around. And I was drinking all the tea. I was drinking a bunch of like soups and stuff like that. And like, I remember one of our friends, uh, Amanda, was living in Maine during the time, and she would come over, and I would make food, and it would just be... Oh, how fun. <laughs> I know. It would just be solidly organic vegetable food, and, like, if I was making a pasta, it would be, like, an organic protein pasta, and mm-hmm. I would make my own sauce and put all these random organic veggies in it, and I'd be like, I hope you don't mind... <laughs> Like, I'm just, you know, trying to be extremely healthy for this baby. So I basically just filled my time in my mind with doing all these miscellaneous random Mm -hmm. things. Because it makes you feel control of the situation. It makes you feel like you're not just waiting around. You're actually, like, physically doing things. Right. Um, As far as, like, taking progesterone. Yeah, this person's question, though, I just want to refer back, make sure we're properly answering it. Because we're kind of going down the path of, like, what we did to occupy our what minds. we did to no like what we did to like help increase the chances of it sticking but that's not yeah. really her question her question is like how did you stay sane during the wait yeah and like I think this did help us stay sane in the sense of like we felt control but like as far as like the fun things right like you had Amanda come over like mm-hmm. that was fun yeah you know like I would go for walks that would help kind of like clear my mind um I would go to my mother-in-law's you know like, you know, when I could or whatever, that would be like helpful. I would like mm-hmm. talk to you, I talk to my girlfriends. I would, you know, just constant like open communication. But like, what are some of the fun things? Cause you're, I feel like we're like focusing on like medical well, stuff. Well, I think cause you know we I mean? are both so type A, like that for us was fun. Like it is fun. Yeah. But then, you know, I mean, yeah, we watched some movies that were funny here and there I feel like yeah. I like, peed my pants laughing every time we did the the progesterone shots because like <laughs> my husband was sticking my ass with a needle like yeah. I don't know I mean yeah. yeah we did like try to keep the mood positive but at the same time doing all of these things kept my mind occupied and it made me it like prevented me from yeah going crazy that's true one of the so. things too that I did, it was like the last transfer that like didn't work, but um, that actually did kind of help make the time go by a little bit faster. I found this like chart of like what happens each day after transfer. And I don't know how accurate it is, but um, it helped me to be like, okay, day five, this is what's happening. Now the embryo is turning into this and it's multiplying and it's doing this and blah, blah, blah. Now it's turning into whatever. And now it's attaching to X, Y, Z. And so being able to mentally kind of picture what was happening or should have been happening inside of mm-hmm. my body. And then I would like literally every single day track my symptoms. This was like mm-hmm. the last thing I did because I wanted to like look back because it was hard because I was on progesterone, right? And so yeah. progesterone gives you those like symptoms. And so I was thinking like, like it's it's a mind fuck because mm-hmm. you think like, oh, I, these are pregnancy symptoms. And so it was so hard. So I started like the day – day of transfer, wrote down my symptoms, how I was feeling day two, wrote down my mm-hmm. symptoms like every morning or like I, or like midday or whatever, I'd write down like how I was feeling. And mm-hmm. I would try to look to see if like anything was different or whatever. And I don't know that it really like helped me or, or in the sense of like, I saw a pattern or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But just like something to look forward to. Like I was looking mm-hmm. forward to journaling and writing down my symptoms and comparing them. I was looking forward to being like, Ooh, this happened. Is this new? Let me write it down. Like, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so I think that kind of stuff. So I think, I think you're right. Like for us, like 
that kind of stuff is what helped us, you know, mm-hmm. to keep us going. Cause we were like more in control of it versus mm-hmm. like, you know, but I don't know. I would, I guess my advice would be just kind of like, do, I think for me, like what's frustrating, what's hard for me is like when people tell me like, try not to think about it, try not to do this, try not to do that, you know? And like I said before, like, it's hard not to think about it. So it's like, you're going to think about it. So what can you do that's going to help you feel better about it when you do think about it? And for Mm -hmm. us, it was trying to be in control of the situation Mm -hmm. and do everything we could to kind of help the little the little embryo and like control the controllables and even if that just Mm -hmm. means watching a thousand youtube videos on how to get an embryo stick and then doing (laughs) all of this i mean no i thought you were gonna say it if that means watching a thousand pound sisters like i was just watching that yeah (laughs) i think for me it was really just like you know following all the advice on all of the videos made me feel like i had a sense of control and then you know all of the you know, general advice that you see online is really to, you know, laugh a lot and watch, you know, funny movies. And of course I watched some funny comedies. I found some funny stuff and I would like send it to the girls and stuff and we would all laugh about it. But at the Mm -hmm. time I was the only one on a two week wait. So (laughs) might've been a little bit more self-serving. And then my husband and I like found joy in the ridiculousness of the progesterone shots because a, I'm not great with, things that are painful and like be it like at first it just kind of like tickled and then it hurt like hell so it would be like mid laugh and then it would hurt and then I would just be hysterically laughing to the point where like I almost peed my pants a couple times which made him laugh (laughs) really hard so it's like you just find the fun but I think through the whole thing I just had this really positive mentality that I was doing everything I could Mm-hmm. And that made the time go by for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I just, I wish that there was like an easy thing to say like, oh, do these three things and you'll be great. And it's not, it's like, it's hard. And I think one thing to note is like, you know, this is stuff that like helps Sonia and I, but like mm-hmm. this stuff might make somebody else go crazy. You know, it might not work for somebody else. So I would say yeah. just kind of like understand your personality type, understand what makes you, gives you peace and if control doesn't give you peace, then let go of that and just focus on things that are giving you peace and bringing mm-hmm. you joy because really like it's all about mind mindset. And that's not to say that if it doesn't work out, it's because you're in the bad mindset. That's not what I'm saying. But like it's that's being in the positive mindset and like trying to like be hopeful and happy and, you know, just having your spirits up is is just going to it's it's going to help make the time go by a lot faster. Mm hmm that's and your partner will appreciate that as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that's for sure so our next topic is the we're old moms instagram reel one of our listeners suggested that we create one of those reels that goes like we're geriatric mamas so of course we dot 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 a few days ago and we had talked about doing it wishing that we had the time but um, yesterday, one of my high school friends actually sent us this reel by two older moms named Stuart Brazel and Sella Victor. I hope I'm saying you guys' names right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they're listening, but they're like they're actually influencers that have over 100,000 or like 50,000 Definitely followers. not listening. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... 
their reel is actually pretty close to what we would make. However, we might add like a few more things just because we can, you know, we see the vulgar side of things too. So, you know, you never know what ours might contain, but theirs is great. It starts off with, we're old moms. We can't wait to stop breastfeeding so we can get Botox. And they're like all excited about Botox. (laughs) And then we're old moms. I'll be 60 when he graduates from high school. Oh, I never so depressing. Really, I don't want to think about that shit. I don't do that to myself. I don't either. That's so I aggressive. Right. And then <laughs> I just think of like Donna Kelsey, who's, you know, sitting in the stands watching her two sons play football. And like one year they were playing in the Super Bowl together. I mean, that's what I think of. I don't think of like when he's, when I'm 60, he'll be graduating from high school. I just try not to put that into my head. Yeah. I don't need to think about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> So we're old moms. We get mommy makeovers and facelifts at the same time. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. I feel personally attacked. I know. (laughs) Their next one is we're old moms. Every test I had during pregnancy was labeled high risk and geriatric. Thank you. (laughs) I love that for Mm us. (laughs) We're old moms. Our friends from high school have kids in high school. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I think we talked about this last week, like, briefly. Yeah. Or was I know, it- like, my, my entire Facebook feed from, like, um, friends from high school, it's like, mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't believe you're going off to college. And I'm like, yeah. Ah, ah, ah. No, there's, yeah. like, there's, like, one girl who was pregnant <laughs> at my graduation, and I'm pretty sure her child is now pregnant. So she's a grandmother. Oh I know. Could you imagine being a grandmother right now? No, I can't. I mean, it, it's a thing. I know. Mommy, I mean, mommy. Annabelle is now talking about like wanting to have her own baby in her belly. So I'm like, cool, you are two and a half. So let's slow this down. I have, let's look at a picture of mommy with you in her belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's table that for just a, just a little longer, Annabelle. <laughs> just a little while. Just a little while. Uh, oh boy. So we're old moms. We lived it up in our 20s, but there's no proof. I think that one's Ooh, hilarious. But I actually like that one. I'm glad I do like no that proof. one too. I like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll take it. That's a win. <laughs> so we're old moms. I just had a baby at 42. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that one goes along with the last one. Um, so we're old moms. We lived our lives and now we're, we live for our children. So that's accurate. <laughs> Why does that sound depressing? Um... I don't know. I think it depends I don't know. The way on... it's worded, I feel right. like. Maybe it's just the way I'm hearing it. I don't know. We will live our lives again. We'll yeah, because it's be... like we lived our lives, so our yeah. lives are over, and right. now it's just like, you right. know, I feel like that's how I'm interpreting it. I'm like, we'll that's be... just harsh. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be, you know, like 58 to 60 when we're I choose really to believe like... that my life is just getting started now that right. I have my child. Right. That's that's a great way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so healthy so healthy um we're old moms when we baby wear we can't walk for three days and i thought that one was great because it goes along with being 42 because i had (laughs) annabelle when i was 39 and i could thank god i mean well i started wearing her when she was like two or three months i didn't wear her when she was a newborn and i don't wear her now that she's two and a half so i could i could walk i could walk Woo! So I don't know. Yeah, Do you have the, anything to add on that? <laughs> no, I'm just like sitting here quiet because I'm thinking like it doesn't even have to be like baby weird where mm-hmm. I like, just feel like I like yeah. 
this my whole existence gives right. me pain. So my sister-in-law <laughs> simply she... existing is painful for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I, know. I wake up every morning and I'm walking like a crab. I'm like, what happened? Like mm-hmm. I wasn't sitting on a barrel all day yesterday. Why am I walking like this? Why what is am going I on? sore? Like, why am I sore? <laughs> At this happening? point, Mike doesn't think I need a reason to be sore anymore. But my yeah. sister-in-law, when my nephew was like one, she basically put her back out picking him up out of his crib so there was that and you know i've definitely pinched a nerve at one point like picking annabelle up in an awkward position because she was like hanging off of me in a (sighs) weird way and i couldn't pick her up in a normal way i had to just do what i had like i had to to work with what i had yeah, to your ahead. sister-in-law's defense, though, uh-huh. um, especially when the cribs are, like, on the lowest setting, yeah, it's that, awful. that's a freaking awkward angle. Like, I don't care <laughs> how old you are. I mean, of course, being geriatric yeah. doesn't help, but, like, yeah. that's a long way down. Yeah. I saw this video. I'm probably not going to be able to find it, but I saw I'm this video. Loving, so, yes, keep going. Oh, God, it would be even worse for you. <laughs> but I saw this video, and I don't remember. It might have been Instagram or Facebook. I don't even know. But this grandfather went to, like, lay the, his, like, grandchild down in the crib, mm-hmm. and he like leaning forward or whatever. Well, he freaking ends up flipping over <laughs> into the crib on top of the baby because, like, it's all the way down. And then the baby gets up and then, like, is just looking at the grandpa, and the grandpa's, like, trying so hard to get out of the crib. It's, like, the funniest thing. And I'm, like, I, I relate. Myself. I feel I like that's going to happen to me one day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, oh like, you're God. trying to, like, gently lay them down. And then mm-hmm. it's, like, next thing you know, your feet are off the ground. Yes. And you're, like, oh, oh, here I go. I, yes. <laughs> Somebody got so my sister no my niece in law got Annabelle like a pack like a fake baby pack and play for her babies and when like she's had a huge growth spurt so when she first got this pack and play for her quote unquote babies she would try to reach down and like put them in and her feet would like be basically dangling so good thing this thing is pretty strong and my uncle was like there when Annabelle was doing this I'm like actual footage of me trying to get Annabelle out of a pack and play when she was an infant and like we were just dying laughing because I'm 411 and I would totally either end up in the pack and play or just tip the thing over trying to get her out you know yeah it's hilarious it's it's a lot (laughs) yeah so one of the moms that co-posted this reel her name is Sella Victor um so she actually has this other reel that's really funny and it's about putting masking tape over people's mouths when they call us <laughs> selfish for having kids so old so it's like really funny the way she does it like it's not like yes obviously she's making a point but it's like it's really funny the way she says it and then i you know i posted it in stories uh like last week it's under the facts highlight um (laughs) and one of our one of our listeners actually reached out about that one and she said that people actually say that to her like people actually tell her that she's selfish for having kids so old and i was like well it sounds like they might need some masking tape yeah (laughs) my god yeah so these ladies are definitely like you know geriatric mamas and i i love their pages they're awesome it's Stuart Brazel and Sella Victor. And we're going to put their handles in our um, show notes for sure. I like wonder like what, like I would never in a million years dream of saying that to somebody. Oh. You know what I mean? Like what kind of person do you have to be? Like what right. is so miserable in your life right. that you spew so much like 
disgusting right. energy that you right. have to project that onto some I just don't understand that like, thought would never come to my mind like no because it's like you don't know like like we, we've talked about this before I do believe that there is a point where okay it, it to me I do think at like a certain point where maybe you only have like a short amount of life left in your years mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it would be selfish to do that, yeah. you know, because you're, you're not going to be here. Right. But you don't know what that person went through, mm -hmm. you know, to try that's to baby's a, baby. a blessing mm -hmm. to them. Like, right. Fuck off. Right. Like exactly. literally fuck off. Like, right. <laughs> and Jesus. to say it to a mom and cause yeah. you know, we've talked about the dude's having babies late in life and like people make a joke out of it embrace. right they think it's awesome or high five or also funny but like it's just yeah. as irresponsible because kids need dads too you know mm -hmm. so it's not just the moms yeah. that they need no anyways i digress <laughs> <laughs> so i saw well it's not just me that's actually been trending and um mm -hmm. on uh, TikTok and I saw I actually saw it on Instagram but it started off on TikTok it's been like all over everywhere so the post says intended parents demand surrogate to terminate healthy pregnancy but she decided to have the baby anyway Mm -hmm. A TikTok user named Heather signed up to be a surrogate in the middle of 2019 after she, she spent nearly five years wanting to get involved with the process. For me to be a parent, that is literally my favorite thing in the world, Heather says in a series of video posts in her TikTok account. And to be a surrogate, to give somebody else that feeling like being a parent, that is why I wanted to be a surrogate. Though it took a while for Heather to match with a couple, she eventually found one that she felt was on the same page as her. She says that from the beginning, she made it clear that the one thing that was very important to her was her stance on termination. The couple she matched with said they were Catholic and didn't believe in termination, so Heather said she figured they would get along well. The parents were hoping to have twins, a boy and a girl, which Heather says they told her repeatedly. She proceeded with the surrogacy process. However, the first transfer didn't take. In February 2020, they did another transfer and Heather successfully got pregnant. But things weren't exactly as the couple had hoped. When I went to get my ultrasound done, my first ultrasound, it only showed one sac, which just means that only one of the embryos attached, Heather explains. So we didn't know if it was the boy or the girl, but we knew that I was pregnant and the beta numbers were rising according, accordingly, which is the start of showing it's a healthy, successful pregnancy. Soon after, Heather called the mom to tell her the exciting news, but the mom voiced some concerns, saying that she wasn't sure why both the sacs didn't stick. This really confused me, Heather says in the video. What do you mean? It's a baby. It's a healthy baby. I'm not understanding. The couple wanted her to have another ultrasound to double check that there was no twin hiding. After having another ultrasound, Heather confirmed that there was just one sac, and this time there was a heartbeat. By the time the next ultrasound came around, the COVID-19 pandemic had started to shut down parts of the world. At around seven or eight weeks pregnant, Heather got an email from her match, man her match manager at the surrogate agency who asked her to call her. She's like, I want to read you a letter from the parents because they are just very heartbroken and they don't know how to tell you this. So they wrote this letter and they want me to read it to you, Heather recalls. 
So she reads me this letter and the gist of it was, Heather, we're so sorry, but you know, this virus is getting pretty bad and we just think it would be best for you to have a termination at this time. And we will try again when the virus is over and we would be happy to work with you again. I just want to stop here mm, for a second. Mm, mm, mm. Like I was like disgusted when I read this mm -hmm. because I'm like, are they doing this because of the pain? First of all, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't understand, but right. are they doing because this they wanted because, twin boy and because girl they wanted twins and because it it's because, just one, they're like, fuck this. Right. Or is it because they think the world is ending and they don't want to bring the baby into right. the world that's ending? Like, okay. <laughs> but literally like, I was like, yeah, I was like my, I felt myself mm -hmm. getting hot when I was reading that. I was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The note came as a shock to Heather, who says she started to cry and thought the couple was messing with her. She decided to call her lawyer and ask if she had to go through the termination, even though the baby was completely healthy. She was told to set up a Zoom call with her lawyer and the parents, where the dad proceeded to yell at her for not respecting their wishes. I'm just bawling, and I ended up getting off the phone, she remembers. I talked to my lawyer, and she pretty much just made it clear, Heather, I went over and over this contract, and you do not have to have a termination. Obviously, this is your decision. They cannot sue you. In the contract, it states that you would only have a termination for a medical reason that would end in quality of life issues for the child. So mm -hmm. at this point when I was like reading, I was like, does she get to mm -hmm. keep the baby? Like, right. I was thinking they, that too. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm like, if they didn't want it, if they were mm -hmm. like, you need to terminate it. It's just like, well, mm -hmm. like not to compare this to like, this is really fucked up, but like, you know how like at a vet, like when some people yeah. are like, put my dog down and the yeah. vet's like, no, yes. I'm, I'll take your dog for you. Yeah. Like I was kind of thinking of like one of those situations, like, well, mm -hmm. if they don't want the baby and she proceeds to like, mm -hmm. did she keep it? You know, right, it's kind of right. what my thought was going. Yeah, I was thinking that too. <sighs> mm -hmm. She got a few other opinions from different lawyers who all told her that the couple would not be able to sue her if she decided not to terminate the baby. While Heather notes that things could have changed if she contracted COVID-19, she never got the virus and the baby was perfectly healthy. After mm -hmm. Heather delivered the baby boy, she says the parents completely changed their tune. The parents kept bringing him into my room. I would be wheeled over to him in their room. I got to hold him and get pictures with him. They each wrote me cards thanking me for all that I did and how I kept their baby safe and how they'd never forget me and they just appreciated what I've done for them. I've completed their family. You wouldn't have thought those last nine and a half, ten months happened because it was just so surreal from mm -hmm. people magazine yeah um i don't know if this is the right reaction or thoughts but i just feel like they didn't deserve the baby no <laughs> it's like it's such a horrible thing to Why say but like making me i'm like, like oh you literally gave her so much shit all the 12 mm -hmm. months you weren't supportive you you literally were like putting her through hell and back and mm -hmm. now that the baby's here you're suddenly acting like parents of the fucking year yeah and you're just like overjoyed by the baby's here fuck yeah. you like fuck you yeah. actually fuck you right. fuck right the fuck off. Right. Like that's not your baby anymore. You you were fucking trying to kill it. Right. Give it to Heather. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if Heather wanted the baby. I don't know. I'm just like, it just, I, I'm just like, and I don't know if that's the right reaction, but that's literally my reaction. I'm just like yeah. so pissed. I mean, they put her through so much emotionally. That is huge. It's giving like I made this decision and plan when I was feeling a little extroverted, but just kidding, you know, now I'm like at my normal state. I don't actually want this baby. 
or, you know, to go to that party or like whatever. That's what it's giving to me. And I just think it's, it's awful. It's like this woman was pregnant with Mm -hmm. a baby, a healthy baby. And their agreement clearly stated that they weren't going to terminate a baby unless it was a medical condition with the baby that would hurt its quality of life. And whether or not it was twins wasn't stated and mm-hmm. whether or not a pandemic happened wasn't stated. I mean, yeah. I just don't know how you can make, make a decision based off either of those things. It's insane. No. Um, and I understand that, like, you know, everybody processes things differently. And I would like to think that the mother's reaction to there only being one sack was out of, like, sadness with the realization that, like, one of them didn't make it, you know, mm-hmm. that is like sad to think mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there should have been like overjoyness of the fact that like one is there, there and mm-hmm. you know, because it's right. like, usually when people do, usually doctors will do, um, transfer two embryos. If you're lucky enough to have two embryos to transfer right? with the hopes of at least it increases your odds of mm-hmm. getting pregnant. It's not like, let's do this to get twins. Right. It's usually like, let's do this to increase your chances. It could right. happen that you get twins, but really like we're mm-hmm. all we want is to get you pregnant. Like, right. you know, um, and I just feel yeah. like there should have been more of like overjoyness of the fact that she was yeah. pregnant and that like, you're going to have a baby, right. you know, like that should have been more of the reaction. So that and already like, this was making me is think uns- of like unsettling the, to me. Yeah, it, it is. And it's making me think of like the psychologist aspect of surrogacy because it's mandatory when you're doing surrogacy yes. to both parties have to be passed by a psychologist for this. And she said that the parents had stated several times that they wanted twin boy and girl. And I feel like, there needed to be more clarity around that conversation Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because it was clear that that's what they wanted. So if they were going to be like, ultimately, I'm not going to be happy with pregnancy. I might want to terminate it. If it's not twins, um, boy and girl, then that needed to be a conversation with a psychologist. I kind of feel like, you know, the fact that it wasn't twins was like the Mm -hmm. first, like, Mm -hmm. the first motivator behind the termination but then covid gave Mm -hmm. them the reason to do it like covid gave them more of like oh well because of this like Mm -hmm. we don't feel safe like they were able to fall onto that because that was a more acceptable reason than like (laughs) what the truth was was the fact that they wanted twins is how i feel yeah it's such a gross thing (laughs) to think about like it just right I don't even know if gross is the word. It's just, it's upsetting. It's just so upsetting. Panic. And it's almost like for me in that situation, and I know I'm not everyone. I know everyone feels differently, but I was compartmentalizing the COVID and I was like Mm -hmm. separately from going into IVF. You know what I mean? But I guess not everyone was feeling that way, but we just blindly wanted, I mean, we just, I'm not blindly, but we wanted a a baby like we wanted to have a child so like a pandemic i feel like is temporary but having a child is permanent you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i guess everybody but the kinda... thing is is like they weren't the only ones having right. a baby during the pandemic like like so many people and i understand when it first when the pandemic first hit it was fucking scary yeah. like we literally thought it was like the apocalypse it was like what is yeah. happening but like at the same time like like you know like Mm -hmm. babies were still happening things were still 
working, you know, like, so I don't know. I just, I feel like they hung on to that as an excuse. Like that's yeah. just how, and this is me, this is my opinion based off of like this, this article and what mm-hmm. I know, maybe mm-hmm. there was more to it, but I just, I don't know. I just we feel never know what their, in, what about their conversations the were in private. You never yeah. know what they were in private, but according to the article, their conversation in private was mm-hmm. we wanted twins, boys and girls and oh no, the world is ending. So maybe we don't want to mm-hmm. bring the baby in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what it sounds yeah. like. You never know. Um, before we go into the next part though, before we go into goals, this, I wish that like I had thought of this earlier when you were reading the whole thing about like, because we're older moms, so we or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to that video I sent to the girls, um, Mandy Brooks, relatable comedy on Instagram, like where she was like, she did this video of like pretending that she was like a grandmother and she was talking about like, oh, we had some great hits in our day. And then she goes off and she no. like sings this like Cardi B song. Did you listen to it? I kind of want to play it. that one. Okay. Hopefully it's, this shows up in the recording. I'm going to play it. It's like so funny. Oh dear grandchild, we had a song in my youth called Super Bass. <laughs> Went a little something like this. <clears throat> This one is for the boys in the boomer system. Top down AC with the cooler system. When he come up in the club, he be blazing up. Got stacks on deck like he's saving up. And he ill, he real, he might got a deal. He pop bottles and he got the right kind of bill. He cold, he dope, he might sell coke. He's always in the air, but he never fly coach. He motherfucker trip trip, sailor on a ship ship. But he made me trip, good kiss him on the lip. But that's the kind of dude I was looking for. And yes, you get slapped if you look at home. I said, excuse me, you're a hell of a guy. I mean, mama, my, my, like pelican fly. I mean, he's so shy and I'm loving your tie. You're like slicker than a guy, but I'm thinking as a high. Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Somebody please. Please tell me who the F I is. I am Nicki Minaj. I'm acting dudes up. Pack hoops up and dropping dupes up. It was a good one. That's where I got all my varicose veins. <laughs> Nicki Minaj, not Cardi B. Sorry. Oh my um, God, I love yeah. it. Is that, is it. That's where I got all of my varicose veins. <laughs> So good. <laughs> we'll have to link that video in the show notes. It's so funny. I yeah. kind of want to play it in our reel. Yeah, it was like I listened to that video. Like I watched it like so many times. It was just like mm-hmm. it's so funny. I was like, I yes, need to that's watch so it. Good. I don't know. I must have missed it. Unless I watched it when I couldn't have the volume on and was just like, oh, ha, funny. Or you know, oh, maybe. it's fucking hilarious. <sighs> but yeah, that just like I thought of that. I I wish I had thought of that earlier and played it. But um, that yeah. just reminded me. <laughs> so freaking funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, so something wow. exciting before we go into our goals, and mm-hmm. I realize I haven't been doing any of them. That's gonna mm-hmm. be depressing. I'm oh no, kidding. that's not entirely true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've been doing fine. Yes, mm-hmm. it's January twenty eighth today, and the last day of recording for the month of January. So we're probably going to just talk about how we're doing with our New Year's resolutions and goals really quickly, Jessica. How are you doing with your personal goals for 2024? Let's let's hear an update. Okay, so just a little recap of what those were. Um, so the first one, be more present for Hayden, mindful of being on my phone, screen time, mindless mm-hmm. scrolling while he's around. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I'm aware of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm completely there yet. Okay, this is going to sound horrible. I obviously love this shit on my kid, but sometimes... Mm-hmm. It can be a little boring when, mm-hmm. you know, he's like mm-hmm. playing with blocks and like I'm just sitting here and it's like I'm trying to play with blocks too, but it's like mm-hmm. 
my mind isn't that of a 15 month old. It's, right. you know, it's that of a 40 year old. And like, I just feel like I need a little bit more stimulation than blocks sometimes. And like, mm-hmm. so I just find myself looking on my phone and responding yeah. to a text. And then I'm right. like, oh shit, you're not supposed to have this. Right. So I have been like more mindful in the sense of like, let me put this in the kitchen. Let me put this mm-hmm. behind me. And so like, when I think of it, I'll put it down. And so mm-hmm. it's definitely a work in progress. It's definitely something that I'm working Mm -hmm. on baking time for me like getting my nails done dinner with friends going for walks actually reading a book well again i could do better (laughs) one thing i will say though that i actually out of all these like haven't been like getting my nails done or going Mm -hmm. out with dinner for friends and whatever and it's been too cold to go for walks but i actually have been reading a book i got a it's like a manifesting journal like book kind of thing Mm -hmm. it's the 369 method Mm -hmm. um it's just really interesting i told sonia about it so i don't know if you opened it just got here last night yeah i haven't opened it. yeah it's like it's really been helping me if anything just with like it's just all about perspective and being in like the right headspace and mindset Mm -hmm. and actually i sent something to the girls uh yesterday i think yeah um that was kind of it was an ex um an excerpt from the book. Yeah. So just when you think things can't get any worse and they do, that's when you know the universe is testing you. It's testing your resilience. The moment you start trusting that what you're going through is happening for you rather than to you is mm-hmm. the moment you begin to receive what the universe has been preparing for you. I just feel like it's like all about perspective and it's just kind of like being in the right headspace and the right mindset because, you know, it's like law of attraction, right? If you mm-hmm. are constantly spewing this negative energy and woe is me and this is shit and this is shit and everything's mm-hmm. shit, well, then all you're going to get in return is shit because the universe is like, oh, sounds like she wants some more shit. Here you go. <laughs> Freshly served shit for you. And yeah. I'm just personally sick of shit. So I'm going to put out positive vibes, try to just focus on the things that are going right instead of the things that are going wrong. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I feel like, again, it's I'm a work in progress, making time to focus on my health, both mental and physical. I'd like to get a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just started. Give me some fucking time, people. Yeah, it's Um, only January 28th. We have 11 more ones to go. So yes, visit me at least twice. Drink Mm -hmm. more water. I am drinking a lot more water. Oh, I I forgot it wasn't wine. You said drink more water, not more wine. Got it. Yeah, more water, not wine. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if that was a goal? I need to drink more wine. I just feel feel like like way more fun. I'm not getting enough (laughs) wine. So I definitely need to drink more wine. Yeah. Um, saying no more, stop feeling obligated to say yes. I really haven't been given the opportunity to say no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but when it comes, I will, I'm right there with, with those, uh, with that word. So I don't know. I would say that like, I'm mindful of my goals. It's something that I'm constantly thinking about constantly, like, you know, trying to practice. Um, but I definitely could do better. Mm Yeah. Yeah. It's a work in progress. It's like, you know, we're, it's like there's a muscle there and it has no muscle, but then we're slowly going to build it. And by the end of the year, the muscle is going to be in shape. Is yeah. that really? Cheesy? I feel like I'm going to get hate for saying my baby's boring. It's like not no. really what I mean. No, this is think. why there are so many, like, <laughs> this is why so many moms are like coming out on social media and being like WTF because, <laughs> you know, like we obviously love our kids more than life itself. 
we work so hard to have them and to get them. But at the same time, we also were full individual people before they were born. So there Mm -hmm. has to be a little bit of designated me time. And babies also do get into like independent play. So Mm -hmm. while they're content playing with their blocks or they're content playing with whatever, yeah, should be able to look at our phones. Right. You know, but like as soon as he's like, mama, you know, and yeah. play with me or right. I want this or mama, I want that. Obviously your phone's going down and you're like, I'm here, you know. And truly like I've noticed that like even me just sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. he yeah. just loves that. So it's like I don't necessarily have to be playing with him. Right. Just me sitting on the floor. Right he mm-hmm. thinks it's the best thing in the world so that's it's the like love language like that's a baby's yeah. love language just being yeah. there with them right you know so it's like if i'm casually scrolling <laughs> to the side like oh what's happening on instagram today <laughs> like, yeah i'm doing my best okay yeah. Yeah. Doing my best. Yeah. It's like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, yeah. you can't treat a teach a geriatric mama new tricks. Dude, okay. I'm set in my fucking ways. <laughs> exactly. We've lived a lot longer in our set ways. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a blank canvas. There's a yeah. lot going on on this canvas. Right. This should be worked into our <laughs> we're old mom's meme. Let's just yeah. <laughs> I mean, real. Not meme. Real. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. This episode. I, know. I don't even know what to do. No, I might not work. even edit. I'm just going to put up all everything. We just, all the footage we just got. Oh, Lord, just going to put it all up and make, make our listeners figure it out. <laughs> Can you figure this out for us? Because we don't really know what's happening in this episode. Apple's going to cut us. They're going to just cut us. They're like, these yeah. are a mess. Like, yeah. just, just give up. <laughs> Yeah, let it go. Let it go. My bitches. goals for 2024, my update. So my first goal was to go heavy on veggies. Mm-hmm. So new veggie platter for the Kardashian style um, and the Kardashian style salad bowls and do small workouts at home. Like that was my whole number one was like my health and my wellness. So veggie platter, Kardashian style salad bowls and do small workouts. So my way of making this fun was the Kardashian style salad bowls. And then... I started my period and like all I wanted was soup. So I decided I was going to just hate that. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, Annabelle and I've had some really good fun with the veggie platter and we're, we're continuing to to do that. Like even on the weekends when we have like a little bit of a splurge here and there, we're doing the veggie platter with either fruit or veggies. And then for the Kardashian style salad bowls, it went really well for like the first week. And I'm going to jump back into that, but I've been really just eating a lot more like warming foods, like soups and stuff. And just going all out with the veggie platters and like living off of that more so than the Kardashian bowls. So I guess the veggie platter was more fun. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I have been doing the workouts and that's been kind of added into a new goal at the end. So we'll talk about that, like my updated goal, I guess. So my number two goal was be better at remembering to take my vitamins. I take them like once a week at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I need to be better about taking them. But I Where feel are like you keeping them? them? Where do you well, keep your vitamins? I have the Mary Ruth liposomal ones that you're supposed to keep in the refrigerator. So in the refrigerator. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they're delicious. It's like, it's well. Called- 
No, the reason I ask is because yeah. I noticed that like when they're out of sight, they're out of mind, mm-hmm. right? That's and so kind of is whenever in, like the back. Whenever of the I was doing really well with taking my vitamins, mm-hmm. I would I had this like little Dixie cup, and I would mm-hmm. fill the Dixie cup every morning, <laughs> little fucking old lady, with like all my vitamins for the day that I, yeah. I, mean, I was taking like so many. Um, but mm-hmm. with all my vitamins for the day, and then throughout the day, I would just like be popping them throughout the yeah. day, and yeah. so like. And I would know there were there was a particular order that I was taking them, but like, but that way it's like at the end of the day I would like look and make sure the cup was like empty, but it was yeah. always there. So the cup was just like it would be like on the kitchen counter or be at my desk at the computer. But when I was keeping my vitamins, because now that I'm not pregnant, mm-hmm. um, when I keep my vitamins just like in the laundry room where we usually store all our stuff. I don't think about them as much. Like I'm less likely to go in there. So what I started to do is keeping them at my desk Mm -hmm. because every morning when I go to log into my computer for work, they're right there. And so it's like, oh, let me just take these really quickly. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe you can like leave like a note or something by like your contacts in the bathroom. Look in the refrigerator, look in the back. Yeah, I don't know, something like just like a note. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good idea. I used to do that when I was taking like the tablet, you know, vitamins and stuff like that. And I don't know. I, I think like having them like this one just tastes so good. So I do look forward to taking it, but obviously it's not top of mind. So I mean, yeah, it'd be good. So my third one was plan more time for socializing. I did, you know, go out for dinner this week, which was really nice with a friend and like caught up and all that stuff. I think I just need to make it like a monthly thing and just make it happen. So I'll, I'll try. I need to reach out to plan next month because you know how it is planning these days. We need to plan like weeks in advance. I know. <laughs> but we had fun and we ended up going to Target after having dinner and two glasses of wine. And then we that bought a bunch like of face the masks. Best time. Yeah. It was like right after we recorded, it was like we went out the Tuesday after we recorded our last episode when you had like all the, like you were doing the eye mask. So we ended up getting like a bunch of target face masks. (laughs) We were so excited about them. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Like, I feel like that's like a, that's one of my little like self care tips is like, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be like, just get those little like cheap, like masks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's better stuff you could use. It's fine. But like, it doesn't, it's not like, that or nothing like there's other things and i'll literally like whenever i'm like cleaning the house if he's Mm -hmm. napping like i work from home so sometimes i'll just like slap it on my face and hope like hell no one calls me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like it's just so easy and it's it's attainable because it's not that expensive so and then you feel good after yeah no it they're great and then my the last one that I talked about was doing the last laser treatment for my sunspot and I'm going to do that, but I think I want to do like something else first. So I still have the discount code for getting rid of my sunspots at the ageless. Oh my gosh. What is it? It's the ageless medical, um, estheticians in Westbrook, Maine, and it's 20% off with our code MAMAS2024 for the entire year of 2024. So if anyone wants to go and do any laser treatments or anything that they offer there, definitely highly encourage. Carrie is amazing. So I'm definitely going to do that. Just not like Why right do you now. think you're going to like do something? What are you thinking of doing before? I'm I kind of want to do and why would it like, be before? Well, when you're doing the laser treatment, if you want it, like I kind of want to do Botox, like a little bit of Botox mm-hmm. and you're supposed to do Botox after you do laser because the laser can mess up your Botox. Right. So why so, would you do Botox first? 
You oh. just said that you were going to well, wait on your laser because you want to yeah, do something first. Because I want to do like that and then like give it some time and go back and do it. Like I feel like all I've done is the laser and like. Yeah, really... I feel like just finish the laser. Finish the laser, okay. get that done, and then do Botox and work on other stuff. Okay. I just have this. This is, this is like follow through with your face, Sonia. Follow thing. through. Finish it. I just it. have like this one last stop. one. It's so annoying. Delilah, stop. Delilah. <laughs> My God, I apologize. Anybody hears my pugs going off in the background? There's just like Delola has Delola. What the hell? Oh my God! I just combined Delilah's name with Lola. Delola. Aww. Delola. She's. I don't know how I feel about that today. name. That's interesting. That was crazy. I have. That's weird. That's um, so Delilah has like little pug syndrome and. Mm -hmm. She's just doing the most right now in the background. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, I would I would finish the laser mm -hmm. treatments first. Get that out of the way. I feel like yeah. you're pushing it off because it hurts. It and you're like, hurt. oh, I don't want to do it again. Just get yeah. it over with. You don't it's need to think so about it. It's so worth it. I just have this one pesky one. And I just really hope Because the thing away. is, is like Botox can last anywhere from like three to six months. Sometimes it can oh, last yeah. longer. It usually lasts longer for me. So it's like for you to do Botox and then like, let's say it like you know, six months you decide to do like the laser, like mm -hmm. what if you're like your Botox still was good for you? Like what <laughs> if like it like... still hadn't like run out yet? You know, I, I don't know. Don't... I would just like finish the laser, get that mm -hmm. out of the way and then move on to like your Botox. Okay. We'll, we'll do that. So I need to reach out to her. I did self tanner too. So I have to wait till that wears off or else I'm going to like get an actual beating. So <laughs> I'm going to get slapped around by this laser. So my fifth goal, like added goal, is to do less takeout and eating out. And this just happened naturally with Mike and I. We've just been making a lot more food at home with my veggie platters and salads. It just is what it is. And we've been loving it. We've been, you know, eating. We feel like we're eating really well and like eating better than we when we do like eating out and takeout mm -hmm. because we both know how to cook. And then like last week, it was like a couple months since the last time we just went out to go out for dinner uh, with the whole toddler thing and the whole potty training and toddler thing. So we decided to go out last week after we recorded on a Sunday and we had this huge epiphany. So we went to this popular restaurant in Portland where like you can't get a table on a Friday. You can't get a table on a, on a Saturday. And we went on a Sunday and we walked right in and who was there? Who was there? It was all parents and toddlers and the toddlers were screaming or the toddlers were running away from their parents or, you know, like yelling, I have to pee or whatever. Like we were in our environment. Like we were where we needed to be. So, you know, we're recording on a Sunday today. We might go out again, but we probably won't because, you know, it's like football playoffs and Mike wants to watch some games. But we figured out that Sundays are the days in Maine mm -hmm. where people are out with their kids and you don't have to worry about annoying your neighbor at a restaurant with your child. Mm -hmm. Well, it makes sense too, because like the the younger <laughs> childless crowd <laughs> is more likely to go out on a Friday and a Saturday, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because yeah. yeah, it's just a thing. So yeah. Sundays are usually more of like a family day just outing. Never occurred to us mm -hmm. to take our child out on a Sunday, like over mm -hmm. any other day of the week, I guess we were yeah. still being in our younger selves. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we hadn't fully made the transition. Right. We're just like, it's Friday. Let's go eat. Or whatever. Yeah. So the next added goal is get up by 530 in the morning to have a workout, coffee, reading, or a masterclass time. So it's been working out really, really well. I don't know why I didn't have this on my goal list to begin with. I will take like one or two days a week where I get up at eight, which is the time I typically want to sleep until, but five 30 gives me the time to make my coffee, let the dog out. How? You know, oh God. I don't know that I could get up that early. That I just know, sounds I, so miserable to it me. It sucks when you're first getting out of bed, but I feel so much better because I've gotten my coffee and I've hydrated myself thoroughly. Yeah. Like I've had enough water. I've had enough caffeine. The dog has gone out and I've had a minute to myself before I am 100% dedicated to mm-hmm. like taking care of every single like whim need that my two and a half year old has. And then, um, getting her out the door so that I can start working on whatever I'm working on for the day. Mm-hmm. It just gives me time to be myself and to gather my thoughts for the day, which I really do need because as soon as yeah. Annabelle gets out of bed, we are hitting the ground running. So I just need that minute. It makes me feel like a human being. No, all of that sounds amazing. It's just like yeah. to actually like get up that early. It just sounds it's... miserable. Like I've been getting up an hour earlier. Um, yeah. Actually, I've just been naturally waking up lately an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. It's probably part of the dying process. <laughs> but like that's been helpful because then it's like you said, we will let the dogs out, prepare mm-hmm. Hayden his breakfast, go get him. Then it's like I get myself going and then I start my day with work or whatever. Um, I, and having more of that time would be even better, but then like mm-hmm. understanding what that means. And that means getting up out of bed mm-hmm. earlier. I'm just like, Oh, I just don't it's, know if I can do that. Yeah. I've never been a morning person ever yeah. in my life and I don't choose to start now. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, I'm not by choice either, but I guess I'm just prioritizing my coffee more than anything else. But yeah, I read that book that you are reading. So I'll start reading that. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, like I said, like if anything, like it's just it's just a good shift to your mindset and perception mm-hmm. and, you know, and how you look at the world and view things. And like I look at it as like a self-help thing and just kind of helping with like my mental health and just keeping me sane. And, you know, because I no secret. I've, you know, told everybody like last year sucked. Right. And like, I can't just blame everything around me. Like I'm sure I contributed to some of that. So it's like, what can I do? I can only, let's control the controllables. Well, one of the things I can do is shift my mindset. So Mm -hmm. let's see if we can change this. Yeah. (laughs) And if it still doesn't work, then fuck all y'all. Fuck everything. Fuck everything around me. <laughs> like fuck. We're fuck, going. Fuck. We're going back to wine. We're going back to wine. And, going back know, to wine. Oh my god. Yeah, but I'm sure a little bit will stick. At least a little bit, if not all. So at least the stuff you like. So yeah. So we also have podcast goals, and we'll mention like. We're not going to mention the ones that we talked about because like a lot of them are still kind of like long-term goals. Like, yes, we can get to a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. We know that we can do that, but, but like, that's kind of like boring because it's a lot of like steps you have to take to make that happen. And every day, Jessica and I are looking at, you know, Oh, we got 30 new followers today. Oh my gosh. Like how amazing. I don't even know how that's happening or I know exactly how that's happening. And we're very much on top of it and we know, you know, we want that goal, but there were a couple things we missed 
I think we did mention this one going on other mama's podcasts. We mentioned that, mm-hmm. right? So we I think go, so. Yeah, I think we mentioned that. We want to go on other mama's podcasts. Don't worry. We do have this written down, but we're just not looking at it right now. Sorry. I'm trying to like keep my dogs from like they're <laughs> grunting, snorting, fighting in the background. Like what is going on? Stop. Oh, they're mad at each other now. Okay, this must be a full moon for animals because my cats have been going insane. It was a full moon last night, actually. Last night was the full moon? I almost just said, well, it was over here. I don't know if it was for you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I normally know when it's a full moon. I feel like... No, but like for a second, I was like, you have a different moon. My moon was full last night. I know. (laughs) So our goal, like our first goal that I'm going to mention was going on other mama's podcasts and we're going to be joining one in april so stay tuned for more details someone did reach out to partner with us who has a really awesome mama's podcast so we're looking forward to that and then a goal that we didn't mention was that i've been creating some podcast merchandise uh, to wear in place of my old graphic t-shirts because i just don't feel like i have enough in rotation for my graphic t-shirts so today jessica is wearing a geriatric coffee combos t-shirt which is so cute and it fits normal like i think it runs a little bit small so we'll definitely put that in our like notes if we do put that one on our merch if we do put that one on merch to like sell if people want one then we'll just make sure we note the sizing and all of that and then definitely run on the smaller side side. (laughs) yeah it's like a woman's shirt, not a men's shirt. And in contrast to that, I am wearing a men's sweatshirt. And I'm not just wearing a men's sweatshirt. I'm wearing like a muscle man sweatshirt. Like <laughs> somebody whose goal is to have large pectoral muscles would love this shirt. So yeah, my shirt is just like the Geriatric Mamas sweatshirt. It's really cute. It's really cozy. But the sizing isn't quite right. So we're going to like work on like these are prototypes. We're in the process of figuring these out, but we're working on merch for you guys. So yeah, I'm really really excited (laughs) about it, even if it's just for me, because I just like wearing like graphic tees when I'm kicking it at home. So fingers crossed, my t-shirts will come in soon just because the only ones that's received a t-shirt so far. And I ordered them like over a week ago. So I can't wait. Once we have the quality and everything all locked down, we'll let you know because we'll probably put some stuff up to buy on our website. Hooray! I can't believe we made it to the end of this episode. (sighs) I can't either. I just like, I don't (laughs) even know. Everything that could go wrong has gone wrong this episode. Yeah. Like for our listeners, like just to understand it, I just, I want to apologize for a few things. Sonia froze a couple times. We uh-huh. we've literally stopped the recording like three different times. So this is like literally gonna be like a Frankenstein of an episode mm-hmm. that I'm piecing together. So if you're if you've made it to this point and you can't tell, then kudos to me for my editing skills. But if you've made it to this point and you're wondering why you're still listening because it was complete shit. We are so sorry. <laughs> like because we can't re-record this. Like, this is this is it. This is it. Everything that could have gone wrong this episode has gone wrong. Like yeah. mic issues, mm-hmm. internet issues. Mm-hmm. Um, like we couldn't say... talk. Neither of us could speak. We've had no. to like yeah. cut every other sentence because mm-hmm. and re-say things because our mouths were mm-hmm. not working. Mm-hmm. Um, We've forgotten where yeah. we were going with topics and also. 
like it's a good thing I turned my heat off completely before we started recording because if we didn't, I would have melted off this couch already. So due to my sexy menopause, so we would have had to have I'm, stopped again. I'm looking. Can you see what Hayden's doing? Can you see this? Hold on. He has a blanket. Oh, he had the blanket over his head. He was like <laughs> walking around with a blanket on his head. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, um, <laughs> hello. Hello. I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, and because it's taken so long, it's like so long. My child is now awake. He's like, mama, mama, the meatloaf. Give me some meatloaf. Do you know what that's from? Wedding no. crushers. Oh. Will oh. Ferrell, Wedding Crashers. Adam and I quote that part all the time with Hayden because he's just like, hey, ma. It's like a scene where, um, yeah, Will Ferrell, like, I don't remember his character's name, but wait, is it Will? Yeah. And um, he's, uh, they go to his house because he's like mm-hmm. the king of like crashing weddings, but now he's moved on to crashing funerals. Mm-hmm. And um, so he lives with his mother and his, his like, he called his mom to like make some meatloaf or whatever. And like, she wasn't responding. And he's like, ma, the meatloaf. Like he kept like hollering at her to make some meatloaf. Like, it's just like something to make really quickly. It's just like a quick dish. You can just like throw together. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny. (laughs) It's a funny scene. So whenever Hayden's like fussing at me, Adam's Uh like, ma, the meatloaf. And now Hayden (laughs) is definitely going to start saying that as soon as he's Yeah, I know. I kind of want to train him to say it because I think it's kind of funny. It'll be good. Train him. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Teach him to say it. All right. Well, let's just wrap this up because I just can't anymore. So thank you guys for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. Follow, Mm -hmm. subscribe, rate, and review. Tell a friend. We need need your support. I just feel like we need more support that people can. Mm -hmm. Like we clearly need more than just support at this point. Like life support. We need like life support. We need life support. I need lifeline. <laughs> For more info, you can check out our website at geriatricmamas.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at geriatric underscore mamas, on YouTube at geriatric mamas, on Twitter at geriatric mamas. We don't actually go on there and do anything. And then follow our group page on Facebook, geriatric mamas. <laughs> If you have a topic idea you'd like us to discuss, are interested in being a guest, or simply have a funny geriatric story to tell, you can go to geriatricmamas.com and hit be our guest or send us your story. You know what I'm really looking forward to? Okay, it was like a nice pause, like at a really weird moment. I liked it. It was a very weird moment for a pause. Good pause. (laughs) You know what I'm really looking forward to after last week? So what? don't be surprised if I'm constantly putting this in stories, but I want to hear the crazy shit that people's doctors tell them. Like, I want to hear. The I know. Crazy shit. I almost included that. Like, please, people yeah. don't forget to send us that. I want to hear. I want to hear all the moldy eggs comments. I want to hear. Yes. All so please. I want to hear about us. your crusty ovaries, your yeah. moldy eggs, your. Your reaction raisin, to be your, calling, like your reaction to be calling geriatric mom, your... <laughs> geriatric pregnancy. Like, did you do a double take? Did you stop? Think? Did you yell at them when they called you geriatric? Yeah. How did this go down? Like, I need to Yeah, know. I, I want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a new t- another topic idea for our next Coffee Convos mm-hmm. um, is, like, being approached in stores by creepy people <laughs> when you have, like, yes. a baby with you. Like oh that lady gosh. I was telling you about. You told me about that, and that was creepy well, enough. another interesting thing similar happened at Costco. Oh, like, no. 
the other yeah but we'll save that for mm -hmm. another episode yeah i saw a just... facebook post about it i'll see if i can find it and we can share that yeah too. i think that could be like a whole episode of just talking about weird <sighs> so fucking good. shit i wonder if any happened. guests have had that happen we could read their mm -hmm. stories too yes yeah. i mean guests listeners we can't get our shit straight today like <laughs> If any listeners have had anything weird happen with people in like stores, please send us your story. All right. I'm going back to drinking wine. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>